What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Boy Please Whatever podcast, your favorite podcast, the only podcast that matters. It is one o'clock in the morning, and no motherfucking body is watching the show right now, which is cool. I have two of my uh, first cousins here. Y'all know Keith. This is this, this is what's your third time. We have the we have the big cousin. I mean, the little big cousin Curtis. Yeah, we just leaving. Um, ain't Gene party with bored as well, but not just kidding. It was real. We had a ain't Gene party was fucking certain. That motherfucker was lit. Uh, we had a ball. So shout out to ain't Gene and Akiva with the good coochie. Akiva with the good coochie, bitch. Um, yeah, I love Kiva. But yeah, we in this motherfucker. Uh, we just. Pimpin is motherfucking strong. Kiva. So yeah, um, we just here talking some shit. Um, it is. I say as I said, it's one o'clock in the morning. Anyway, before I get started on any of that bullshit, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast and make sure you hit the like, share, the like and the share button. And also be sure to comment as well, even when you do get a chance to watch this show. And, and make sure you turn notification bells on. Also, I am also streaming my audio on Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, and iHeartRadio. And also make sure you follow me on TikTok at Boy Please Whatever and Instagram at Boy Please Whatever underscore. Um, now. Right now. now. Do it now. It was something it I've been right meaning now. to say to motherfuckers on, the show, on my next show, but I cannot remember. Um, anyway, I don't know. But anyway... Uh, so I said we're going to talk about um, everybody already talking about it. So I want to go ahead and make sure you get this out the way before it gets too old. The Cat uh, Williams documentary. Uh, I do. Yeah, we've all seen it. The motherfucker is three hours long. If you have not seen it, please make sure you go ahead and watch it. Um, it was really good to me. Uh, everybody felt like that. Well, some I can say everybody. A couple people felt like Cat was being a hater. Um, telling the truth I just think society's weak as fuck these days and everybody's just so used to being politically correct and trying to be like you know on the bright side of history mm-hmm. that you don't like I want to look at y'all let me turn around as opposed to being able to just talk your shit and, and speak speak yeah. your truth and, and, and get a say bitch what, it is, what it is that you that you, that you tell it to your friends at the kitchen <laughs> table as they say kitchen table talk we want to hear about kitchen table talk I don't want to hear the political politically correct yeah. statement right. from everybody being all nice and shit. I need a mean motherfucker. Yeah. And I don't even think he was even being mean. I think he was just, you get motherfuckers on here to talk that shit. And like I told, when I was talking with you earlier, I was like, motherfuckers say what they want to say to you. Mm-hmm. So why not say what the fuck you want to say? Motherfuckers get online and say any motherfucking thing and what this lie, truth, or whatever. Or they do whatever. And just do it right. And it's like, no, bitch, I'm, fuck you. Like, I don't, I, I didn't really see a problem with anything he said, uh, I think people may have thought Cat was lying because when he was like, you know, I moved out of my mama's house at 12 years old and a hitchhike mm-hmm. was in the victim truck, you know, to I mean, Miami. You years right. I, I met a gypsy woman with three titties and you know, <laughs> it's like, dude, what the fuck? I was in the cycle. <laughs> like, what? Bitch. I mean, I guess it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> I read 3,000 books by the time I was two. It was like, nigga, that, what? Okay, um, so at first, at first when I watched I was like, okay, this nigga might be not necessarily that he might be lying, but he might be exaggerating a little bit. But the, I feel like the the longer I watched it, the more I was like, okay, he might be telling the truth. This, this have you went on his story? Have you, have you went on his, uh, what is it, I think, Instagram? 
Mm-hmm. I don't think I even follow Kevin. Oh, he he on his Instagram. He hooping. He putting up shots. Hey, Kevin. Also, he was showing that he ninety two and yeah, six. Yeah. That young nigga, he was like, Kevin Williams. He he's out there. Yeah, he can. He's yeah. <laughs> he 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 can he can play some ball. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna add him because I did like when he said that he was giving people money and shit at the show. Mm-hmm. Dion Cole got on IG and was like, "Do y'all know how many motherfucking people this man has helped?" There's a lot of people that came out and yeah, so then he done came out and just gave them money. Or he done had somebody else to hand them some money after after that show. Yeah, and I, that's the thing. I think that also like uh, you like you have more people that have been like cat legit. That motherfucker saying he lying. Exactly. Not there are not many people who that came out. I was like, right. he not telling the truth. Yeah. It's been more people coming to back up different parts of, you know, the story. The story that that he told, which kind of is like, okay, well he, he don't seem like a liar. He kind of seemed a little bit rambunctious, which I think me and you was talking about today. You were saying, you know, just because people. You know, just because they aren't politically correct, or just because they're not saying it how how we want them to say it, or or, or yeah, speaking yeah. to how we how we want them to say it, they they might not be telling the truth. He could have got there and said everything he said in a in a calm manner, and people probably would have believed him. Yeah, and thing is, like like Cat said, like when they when he brought up him, uh, letting one of the Smith have it. And Shannon was like, well, you could have did it this way. And Cat was like, my job is to be funny. So I'm finna go on your and show. He and I'm finna, and he was funny as a motherfucker. He didn't disrespect her. He didn't call out her name. Yeah. He got on her ass. Place, but he got on her ass. And you saw, you saw her husband pulled up on him with the pistol. Right, yep. Like, your wife started this. Right, she started this. Yeah. He let her have it. Yeah. And she deserved every bit of what she yeah. got. Mm-hmm. And I actually gave respect for him because when he talked about saying like you know I, I, I'm not gonna offend you know black women I'm not gonna uh, offend you know uh, women with short hair or heavy set or heavy set women you know so I'm gonna strategically or I'm gonna you know light I'm, your ass up I'm gonna light your ass up in the best way possible yeah. And that's why I, I thought that was. Well, I'm gonna I'm offend you and you only. Yeah, <laughs> you know I'm gonna get on your Yeah, and like that was my thing. I'm all over the place. I don't know why I'm gonna come. I just want to feel like I'm not looking at you. That was far. Nah, that was the best. That was the best. That was the chair. That was the chair. This nigga far. But nah, I think like when he got on her ass, like it was warranted. You know what I'm saying? I don't see nobody like really having a problem with that. And like he said, my job is to be funny. So when he gets on to Shannon's show, Bitch, I'm finna get on here and clown. That's my opportunity. And it wasn't like he wasn't being himself. Nobody felt like Cat was being extra. Cat was just being like, you know, just not being himself. Mm-hmm. I expected that. I was a bit shocked that he was as intelligent as he is. He was saying shit like conundrum well, and he's good. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. My sister too. Oh, what the fuck you get these words from, Cat? <laughs> it's like T.I., bitch. Right, right, right. You know, so I was like, yeah, that's his job to make you motherfuckers laugh. And he read the encyclopedia, encyclopedia when he was young. And he might, he just might have, like that. Like if he was going to motherfucker saying shit like light skinned or some shit, then tell me you read three thousand books. I'm not gonna believe you. Right. You know, I I feel like it's it may be some truth in it. I feel like three thousand books is kind of stretch, but 
Have you seen little kids? You, have you seen little kids run through those Harry Potter books? Yeah. I'm talking about little kids as young as six, five, six years Ain't old. No motherfuckers this I'm thick. talking about thick. Yeah, Harry yeah. Potter books is thick, and they yeah. running through them. And he said he went to the library every day, so he wasn't in school. So he had nothing to do, no home. So Cam was probably in that motherfucker high and sleep. And, and a, I mean, a book can be five page, five motherfucking pages. Right. He didn't say I read a whole bunch of motherfucking Stephen King novels. He said I read 3,000 books in, what, two or three years with him. He possibly could. Well, that was the only thing at first. I was like, you read three, I was like, you read eight. I did the research. And if you read, if you read seven days a week, that's eight books a day. 360 for, for 365 days a year. Eight books a day. It's possible. It's possible. A book of hours. Is it probable? It could have been Dr. Seuss. I mean, he could have been. Motherfucker didn't say he read motherfucking um, The Glass Menagerie. He said, I read well, eight books. Well, you said. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you could have been 50 eight days long. You know, what good is right ABC 123? That motherfucker didn't say he read 12, what, Red Bean Blue Bean? He said, I read eight books. Nick that Cadillac, give a dog a bone. What'd you say? Nick that Cadillac. What's the rest of it? Give a dog a bone. So sorry, my bacon smelling fine. What's it? Not a zero zero. Whoops, number nine. My bacon smelling fine. But shit, like I swear, my brother. He was a whole mother. But yeah, like for Kim, I feel like the nigga was being honest, and then I feel like at the same time, Shannon knew what the fuck he was doing. Like, I'm not just like this professional, I ain't gonna say I ain't professional, but I'm not this like, I don't have longevity in podcasting, but I like sitting back. Now that I have a podcast, I look at podcasts differently now, especially when you're interviewing people. And I was like, nigga, Shannon Shop knew exactly what the fuck. I thought, I think all of it was methodical. You had every motherfucker that Kat talked about had already been on Shannon Shop. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, so Shannon knew, okay, all these niggas, I'm asking all these niggas about Kat. And I don't know whether it's true or not. And Shannon might have known they were lying. So I'm gonna bring Cat in this motherfucker, and Cat got him writing them motherfucker. I'm doing fine. Steve Harvey is a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I'm on his This shit was funny. And, and you know what though? It kind of I not, I used to like Cedric when I was young, but it takes away from what I thought was like a good comic when I see this nigga really was actually me folk jokes. I know that's sad to me because. Cedric Alexander is one of my favorite comedians. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I, I think he's funny. He, he stole some jokes, but... I don't you know, tell how many this nigga stole. I, I mean, I, I, love space, I love this spaceship joke. Yeah, it was cool. You know, I feel like he enhanced Cat's <laughs> joke. Mean, right, right. But it's almost I like... Mean, I mean, even though he's stunned, you know, it doesn't take a rhythm. He had to... You know, he had to carry it out. So, yeah. But at the end of the day, I, but I think, I, I, don't get me wrong, I think it's lame to steal somebody's joke. You know, I as a comedian like, myself. Yeah. I also <laughs> feel like that's, that's part of the game, really. Yeah. Like, man. if it's, it's like a nigga's like somebody gonna take your joke and they gonna, they gonna reconstruct it and they gonna say it they way 
and they gonna add their little stuff on to it, and I mean that's a part of the game. It's 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 a bad part of the game. But it's a part of it. <laughs> Yeah, but like it's like a nigga stealing your status and going viral. Like you look at your status, you got seventeen likes, <laughs> and, then and right, you look at the motherfucker right, niggas right, status and got a million. You know what I'm saying? And now niggas getting monetized. You know how motherfucking mad nigga? I'm it's coming it's under this nigga's whole report, 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 report. right, bitch. Like no, but it just it's it to me it, for you to be a king of comedy. Like it just I take my craft too serious to say I'm finna get on here and steal somebody's shit. Mm-hmm. I just take my crab. Somebody breaking my house? Show me. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> we got a gun. We got a weapon. I'm not afraid to use it. We would douse your ass. Yeah. You beat with this incredible hook, bitch. Tell people what we drinking. It's not hypnotic. It's definitely not hypnotic. This is not 2007, bitch, and we are not at a Ja Rule concert. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we are drinking uh, Espelon and some concoction from my Aunt Jen's party. It was good, but it was like... It was a little weak. It was like Mother's Day church brunch good cocktail. Right. Like when you uh, you ain't dr- you really don't drink, so you're like, oh, girl, I'm tipsy. Nah, it was good. It's good to motherfucker. We just had to. We can't help ass tequila too. But yeah, it was it was good though. But yeah, I um I don't know. So like, I also saw that Steve went behind his back, and I was back to say, Sid stole the whole joke off fucking designing women. And I don't know if y'all know what Design the Women is. It's a show that came on around the time Golden Girls was on. It was like kind of towards the end of Golden Girls. It was like 86, 85 around the era. Mm-hmm. First of all, why are you even watching Design the Women? But he thought niggas not watching the And that Bominicious joke is pretty old. And now when we just finding out that this shit was on Design the Women. It's just like, now it makes me think. And I don't want to take away from his craft and like what he's done in comedy. I, I mean, no, he's but still funny. It, make, mean, he, it makes me jokes, think, man. though, how many have you motherfucking stolen? Because back in the day, you know, we didn't really have social media. Just so happened, Design Women happened to be a recorded, like, syndicated show. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker might have went to the motherfucking somewhere in the chitlin' circuit and wrote down everything a nigga said back there. You know what I'm saying? And like, bitch, I'm telling all this shit. And we never heard this man, this you person's think, voice. You think comics like. Go to like these uh, hole in the wall comedy uh, comedy clubs and like a disguise, like a fedora and shades, <laughs> stealing jokes. <laughs> <laughs> right down, I like right that one. See what everybody laughing at. See what everybody laughing at. See what everybody laughing at. I got this. That's right. though, because that take away from the whole thing. It'll take away from the whole talent. That's the yeah. that's the that's the job. And the thing is, if you have to steal jokes, that means you're not a motherfucking comedian. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like I sit and watch. Like I was telling y'all today, the podcast I watch most is "Don't Call Me White Girl." I think Mom is motherfucking hilarious, but nothing about her makes me feel like, oh, I'm finna take everything this bitch say and show it to my audience just in case they don't watch it. Right. No, like I'm funny. I'm in my own way. You right. know what I'm saying? And like you know, a lot of shit might inspire you, but to take the entire motherfucking like come right, on, baby, whole, come on, <laughs> you stole the whole motherfucking thing. All of it. It was just like you get no shame. 
And design the way it was a TV show. You know what I'm saying? You didn't think. And that's where that, and that was the part. He was like, it's a TV show. I'm not stealing from my actual comedian. Like, who watches? I'm stealing from a writer. Somebody. I never seen it. I used to watch it because it came on before <laughs> Golden Girls or after Golden Girls. But like it wasn't, it really wasn't funny to me. But like, you know what I'm saying? Somebody, um, uh, obviously, the motherfucker watches it. No, he was stealing. Then I saw Steve stole his gas station jokes. And it's just, I don't know. It's just crazy to me. Anyway, I just you see, do you, do y'all feel like he was hating or at any point did he was just digging at everybody? Did it make him seem bitter? No, I just feel like like if you see like a group of people that you know and you see them on the interview and they just lying and they just telling lies that you know the truth to, that's gonna make you wanna come on that same show and set the record straight. Yeah. So I just feel like he was just setting the record straight. Like, just in to, his own way, right? Yeah. In his own way. Yeah. Well, at first I was like, I ain't gonna lie. At first I was like, this nigga hating. This is like not hating because obviously, uh, Cat Williams is talented in his own way and is a you know genius in his own way. But I'm just like, why is this nigga really just bash? But I feel like the more I watched the interview and the more I heard him talk, the more I gave heard him give praise to like other comedians. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, well he ain't out here just trying to bash. Everybody, you yeah. Know. I feel like too. He knew what he was on there for. Yeah, like exactly. he knew why Shannon brought him on this motherfucker because I asked talking shit. Yeah, I asked Ricky Smiley about you. I asked Sid about you. I asked you know uh, Steve about you. So he, I'm bringing you on here. So it's kind of like nigga, I know. And you saw he has. I don't know if he watched every episode. But he watched every recent motherfucking episode. He, he watched every episode. Well, he coming to watch. He watched every comedians on there. He watched that's, that's what Shannon said. He, he was like, you watched the one <laughs> with, the, with the comedians on there. Yeah, you watched it. You know, I don't think Shannon was, you know, truly prepared for what he was about to hear. Nah. I don't mm-hmm. think he knew. K- Shannon had too many motherfucking cue cards to think. <laughs> he had too right. many cue cards. At one point, he should have just put them down. Right. He should have just put them down. He got a card catalog done. That motherfucker like was this thing. I'm like, what you finna ask this nigga? You right. know? So right. I was just like, did he think he was going to have to like push the interview on himself? Because honestly, I thought it was magic. If I ever got a guest came on motherfucking show and was doing shit like talking shit like that, well, I ain't gonna say nothing. No, Curtis, and then you go on another motherfucking tangent for another twenty-five minutes. That's magic. Yeah. I ain't gotta say shit. Right. You know, I was just like shit. I enjoyed it. I, I like a little controversy, and, and you know, and like I told quick yesterday, was it yesterday? If I have a certain way of saying shit, like you're more calm and relaxed. That I think both of us are, you know, in like reacting and shit. Mm-hmm. So the way I might say shit, I might be loud, boisterous, might try to be funny about it. This just who I am. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? They don't make me wrong and you right or you right not wrong. It's just this cat's personality. He right. might, if he the own, if he the fucking wrong Gail King, it'd been a boring ass interview. Mm-hmm. Like Gabrielle Yin was like, you know, she trying to get boosted together. You know, boosy boost, bitch. Get what? That's whack as fuck. You know, we kind of backfired on <laughs> no one like that. Boosy boost, you know, boost was talking about Zaya Way, oh, and she was like, you're a little too concerned about the homosexuals, boosy boost. So I'm like, bitch, what you <laughs> fucking <laughs> uh, Kelly Clarkson, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> you lame as fuck. You know, but I just I don't know. Um, what I was gonna say. Um, so. What? No, oh, so he brought up also the uh, so uh, Ice Cube did come on and validate a lot of stuff that 
Cat said. Then he also said that he wanted to clear the air about the rape scene that Cat said that he wasn't willing to do because it was in the script that he was supposed to get raped by Dana in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So Ice Cube said that was that was not true. So Cat brought up like the whole black man in a dress thing, and it was just like something that uh, he didn't want to do around white people, and something he didn't want to do for the real niggas. What do you think that where this stem from? That issue with black men wearing a dress or being put in the dress in comedy. I don't know. I do you think it's an it? Do you think I, it's I, an issue? Because a lot. I just think it's uh, is I, I feel like it's another part of of comedy. Um, it's like I get it. I get what you're saying, but to, I mean, to me, it's not that deep. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't feel like anybody's making them get in a dress. I don't feel like it's something like the uh, 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 you know, as people say, the Illuminati. You know what I'm saying? Making them like initiation, right? You know what I'm saying? Making them, making them get into a dress. You might feel differently about that. That was what you think, guys. Well, I actually do think <coughs> an initiation process to put, you know, these comedians in a dress. Because if you look at it, every major comedian that's been big has been in a dress. Every comedian. And every comedian who's denied being in a dress Lost everything has, has career has <coughs> gone anywhere. Say, for instance, Eddie Griffin. Cat Williams, Dave Chappelle. Even though Dave Chappelle's career has turned around and has, you know, lifted him back up. But I feel, I do think it's a pattern and you do have to pay attention to the patterns. But my whole thing is, is it the, because whether it's an Illuminati situation or not, the consumer is the consumer. You know what I'm saying? So, the Illuminati can't make us watch these men in a dress. The you know what I'm saying like. But these are the comedians we grew is up. Is it on. is it is it that is it right? But is it that this is what is? I don't even know. Is is this what just what people like? Because if it pop, it pop. I'm gonna say this, and it wasn't. And I'm gonna make two points. The first point. Actually, I did find footage of Dave Chappelle in a dress twice on Robin Hood Men in Tights. And there's another clip of him. It's a, a parody, I want to say, of him and uh, Swivel's playing Howard Stern. And they did put on a dress and make and lipstick. But I guess he's um, obviously he has changed his stance since then. He seemed pretty young, so it's probably early on his career. But I honestly. I felt like you did at one point. Like, it's just comedy who gives a fuck. Nobody's making them do this. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it does seem kind of strange to me that when black men are making it, they are asked to wear a dress. I don't see too many white comedians. I don't remember Gary Owens being made to put on a dress or like, um, who's somebody else that's white? I just don't, I don't see many white comedians 
being made to put on a dress. And this shit been going on is always Flip Wilson. And it's like a show back in the 50s and 60s. Now, I, now the whole emasculation of the black man thing, I'm not so much with it because I think black straight men struggle so much to like, it's almost irritating with like just being, you know, mm-hmm. so they try to make everything an emasculation conversation. I don't mm-hmm. think it fits in everything, but I do feel like it's kind of strange that like almost every black comedian has been asked to put a dress on. It is, and that's and I mean that is something that <clears throat> that I can't explain. Like it's just like it, I mean, like a, it's it's something to think about. Yeah, I don't know if it's that yeah. deep. It could be. It could be. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I'm not I'm not negating the fact that 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 that, that could be a thing, but yeah. it's just like. I think it could it's be like dress. the black man. What is that? Like, what does that mean? Like, okay, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's not, you're not taking me seriously. Uh, I'm a joke. And, you know, um, like Esther Rowe had, a, had an interview. It, really, really, like a, it was like a red carpet interview. And she was like, I'm the one who put the black father in television, right? Because of Good Times. She was like, Good Times originally came to her to be the star of the show and to raise these three kids alone. She was like, I told them I only way I would do this show is if y'all give me a husband to raise these kids. So it's like they never really wanted to include the, a strong black man figure mm-hmm. in television, right? So it's like now... Kill them off. Yeah. Right, then they kill them all. Kill them all. So it's like when we get them in television, what are we going to do now? Like, we're to put them in a dress to make them feel silly and act silly. It's just like it's real life shit. Like I um a show I did with my friend uh Raymond about like black men and mental health, we discussed um like toxic toxic masculinity and just the black man in the household. A lot of us grew up on the black fathers and may experience trauma. And I was like just think about how many times a black man and like just before we were even thought of like in the sixties and fifties had to go out and look at a 17-year-old white boy and let them call me boy, and I got to bow down and call them sir and can't look them in the eye. So they emasculate me outside my home. So when I get home, I'm abusive to my kids. I'm like, I have nowhere, no other outlet to let out my rage. So I'm going to make sure you motherfuckers respect me in here mm-hmm. type of shit. So it's like, I feel like it's just a generational thing that black men have to deal with. And I feel like us, like me as a gay man, I kind of tether on that line of feminine and masculine because I'm comfortable with, you know, bouncing back and forth. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we really don't. We may not see the problem that straight men have with but the, the thing, But the thing is, I mean, we can say that. We say that all day. We can say that all day. But Big Mama's house was so funny. <laughs> I mean, it was great. And, and, Martin, was and Martin, Martin was so funny. With uh with the mama and Medea is so funny, and who else? It was uh, uh the, 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 the uh, sex and entertaining with the uh, uh, the uh ain't no more ain't no more green beans. All we got is green beans. It's so funny. Yeah, it was see, good. my thing is is it is it is it happening because it's so funny? It's funny. Yeah, and I feel like you. We, it, we it, all doesn't, it doesn't seem like it's an emasculation. Yeah, because it's but funny. 
It could be a but couple. But maybe they don't want to seem that way. It's not supposed to seem like sure. That's but is it? Cool. But is it possible it's cool because it's comedy? It's like good, it's yeah. it's masked. Oh, you know, comedy masked over the you know emasculation. Like you know, they don't want nobody to think about that. But that's really what they doing. It's really to please them. Yeah, because you can find an old black lady to play a captain. Because man. we don't. You can right. get women to play those roles, yeah. but to they don't have to put on dress to be funny. But at the end of the day, except Tyler Perry, and at the end of the day, what oh, is what up. is uh, that's what, what we know them as. That's what right. we know Tyler Perry as. That's all we know. Tyler is Medea. That's what we know. Anything but, else is. But like when Cat said it, like I didn't. Ricky and Cat, Ricky and Tyler may have taken it as a slight, but that's the truth. When he said they, they don't play a man, they cannot that, play a man. That, I don't give a that, fuck. That, that, uh, That's they true. They better women. When I'm an actor, I'm an actor. I'm an actor. I'm an actor. But like you know, what I'm saying when Tyler was, you remember on, uh, why did I get married? And he was crawling on that bed to die in. He was like, was put, was, put yeah. that dress on. Let's <laughs> take your fucking dress. Stop acting like you best. Stop trying to act like a man. Stop, that. Stop trying to act like a man. Fucking Medea. When he was preaching that Whitney Houston, like when Tyler gets riled up, Medea just comes out. Like you hear it in his voice. And it's like you just, and I don't know, maybe that's why black men don't like to play in dresses because we can't see past that. With Tyler, not, not saying Tyler's a bad actor. I mean, that's just with Tyler. But, but if you think about uh, Lawrence what if, and, and, what and if anybody he, else, but we would we wouldn't take we would take Martin seriously, right? Maybe it's just but Martin came out as Martin first. Tyler, we knew Tyler's Madea, so maybe that fucked him up. It's like nigga, you I'm fucking made with Simmons, bitch. Like cut the bullshit, <laughs> you know? So he does it well. It, oh, he plays the fuck out of Madea. But it's just, and I think that just may be the issue with, I just, I don't know. I'm not a straight man. I am a black man. I try to be as open-minded as we want other people to be mm-hmm. about life and just life experiences. Well, I just don't, I guess I will never know what the real issue is, you know. Yeah, just as, a straight man, as a straight man, you just, it's just something you, you don't do. It's just, I mean, it's just, if you're a straight man, it's like you have no desire to put on the dress to be funny. It's like, if you're a real comedian, you can be funny without putting on a dress or putting on a wig or, you know, portraying a woman or something like that. But but I just, we, I just like, we've, we've seen it. We've seen it. It's the same joke. It's like, yeah. you're telling the same joke for years and years and years, and we've seen it. Yeah, like why not play an old man? Why not do something different? Yeah, they, they can be an old man. Why not man. play an old man? Why not just you know different characters? The dresses, playing the women. We've seen it. It's yeah. old, so why still keep doing it? Yeah. Why still have these companies still doing this old played out joke? Are they still doing it though? I mean, I, 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 th- I think I, niggas, I feel like oh, this is old. No, nah, I think niggas now are just probably like now. Nah. Like Brandon T. Jackson did, Jackson did an interview. You know, he played in Big Mama's house too, and he was like, Cat Williams told me to not put this motherfucking dress on. And he was like, In my life, everything went wrong in my life afterwards. And after I think he put on the dress? At, in Big Mama's house too. Mm. Uh, he was just, he, he said he felt like his role in lottery ticket was kind of but, like captivating when they was on that roof. Like, you know what I mean? We, after we broke, he was like, And they asked him to put on the dress in his next role. 
I don't think it was because of the dress. I just think because <laughs> Big Mama's house threes was trash. Yeah. It, just, it just wasn't good Mm-mm. at all. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what right, right, and Cat right. said. Cat was like, right, right, right. 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 But it's like we out. We had already saw Martin play Big Mama. You know what I'm saying? They now right. already solved the crime. Let's fucking do something else. But we all watched it though. We all watched it because Big Mama. Nobody was saying that. One. But nobody was saying no. Nobody was saying black men are being emasculated by this. I refuse to watch this. We was all watching it. Yeah. I mean, what's the we what's the problem it. now? We were watching. I'm saying some people may have an issue with it. That doesn't mean that. That demasculating them wasn't the point. Can you demasculate somebody? Can somebody demasculate you? I I think as a man, can somebody de- can somebody demasculate? Mm, I'm sorry, man. Y'all talking about y'all talking about ass out. Can somebody demasculate? Yes, it is. It's even. I said he's talking his ass out, baby. I said he said That's what I'm saying. Demasculate. Who can demasculate you? You can't demasculate nobody unless they want to be demasculated. I it may not be to the you know, to the audience. Like yeah. the audience may not be thinking about that, but is it possible? I do feel it, like I do feel like to them, the people that's controlling it, I do feel like it's yeah. for them, for their satisfaction. We can put you in the dress. We can put you in the you dress. You're making an impact just in the because, we can put you in the motherfucking Just dress. because they can. And we know that we have a demographic of black people who do not want to see you in the motherfucking dress, and they're going to lose respect for you, so we're going to put you in the dress. We're right. going to put money on the dress. Do you feel like that's affecting your career? Uh, I mean, Brandon T. Jackson said it affected his. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he, he, he <laughs> Brandon T. Jackson. It could have affected his career. Is what I'm saying. But we like, ain't talking about no motherfucking Brandon T. But Jackson. Like, you talking about these man? Bro, what's uh, like, I can't eat. <laughs> I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> On the rooftop, dude. Why y'all up here? Because, um, but because I, being I, in the dress, they know it makes Martin Lawrence and everybody else money. He was but the thing is, they said Martin has been different. I don't know. Who said that? Just because Martin was. <laughs> it could have been maybe, maybe, they, maybe, they, but maybe the part of the initiation. I think Dave Chappelle said it best when he got interviewed about the whole um, when he was talking about the whole Martin Lawrence situation, where he was like, Martin Lawrence is one of the strongest people that he's ever met, and to have him, you know, running down the street with a gun saying they're trying to kill me, and you know. He was saying like people just like people on the outside they just don't understand. It's like maybe he's not crazy. Maybe the environment he's in is just is just sick. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, um, like a lot of yeah. people, they like they make you look crazy. Like the lady, um, completely off topic. Uh, but like the jaguar white lady. When people don't understand you, they think you're crazy. They think you're crazy. They think you're crazy. Yeah. As far as the public. We don't understand what they're going through. We don't understand outside of the camera, off camera, mm-hmm. what they're going through. Open it, bro. So we can't say that, oh, this, this, this person is crazy. Yeah. You know? 
I'm drunk, yeah, I nothing get paid. Maybe, I'm making sure you know, what they spell say. Maybe the people, <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the environment is just sick. They say it's live. Yeah, it does. Oh, y'all go ahead. Keep talking. I'm just making sure we're all live. Okay, we're all live. Great. It's people watching. We got people watching. It's that three people watching. It's three in the morning. Hey, y'all. But yeah, um, this is the thing. I just, I don't know. Um, but again, like I said, I try to be as open minded and unlike, you know, and understand where people are coming from. I feel like that'll help heal just the differences that we have. Just instead of trying to argue about it, trying to have conversations to really understand it. But we just made we may never understand it. But I think you, we need to respect where folks are. If I don't want to put in the dress and I have talent, other talents, why not let me explore that? Mm-hmm. I have my right to say I don't want to. Well, nobody's making them do that though. I think we just have to pay attention to the people who's actually been, who's experienced that life. Yeah. And we have to listen to what they say. You know, the yeah, people that they that. make, you know, to make out seem like they crazy. You know, maybe we should be paying attention to those folks. Yeah. And I, and I feel like, too, people are so fucking fickle, they don't want to listen to people for whatever reason. It's like whatever my fave say. You know what I'm saying? They don't really want to take a person seriously because they they may not be popping, popping right now. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody enjoys Taraji. But Taraji is saying the same shit Monique has been screaming for motherfucking almost a decade now. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember I was on the on my old talk show arguing with my co-host about Monique is in the right. And folks is like, you know, but it's Oprah. Who? Fuck Oprah. Oprah the end all be She's not Oprah the end all be Oprah is a human being. Yeah, and I think Monique, Monique got that motherfucking same take I do with people. Bitch, fuck you. Who you supposed to be? You ain't no better than me because you got... Cause you got on network, bitch, and you know you. Congratulations, mm-hmm. but you're not finna walk all over me and make me do what the fuck you want me to do because you Oprah mm-hmm. and you Tyler and you lead. No, bitch, no, fuck that. And I'm saying this. That's why I lost respect for Steve. That's why when people say Steve weak ass nigga and the bitch, and I've seen Cobra Holcomb say it and Dundee Security and Mark Curry, like when he when she confronted him on his show. And he was like, and she all she was saying was, "Y'all didn't take up for me. Y'all called my motherfucking phone and say, you know you right." But we can't say you right publicly. No, bitch, I'm out here drowning. You know it's what I'm saying? why they can't say it publicly. That's what I'm saying. He's like, it's the money game. It's the money game. It's the money They got to put on their dress. Yeah. It's the money game. But my thing is, like, I was telling, uh, I don't know if it was you. I agree. Yeah, like, this motherfucker, you, why would I call your phone? I would rather not call you and be like, because you was right. And not say shit. And I have a platform. Right. I got a platform like, right like, here. That's just like we in a we in a group and, and, and motherfuckers just tearing me up and you sitting there quiet and I'm and I'm I get the call. You know you really right. And you sitting there and you call me. Oh like, really, like, bitch? What? You know what I'm saying? You but like I told, I told, I don't know if that was you. I was on the phone with somebody while I was at work and I was like, I don't know if I watched Rustin or I, I watched something on YouTube or it's a documentary on Netflix not so long ago. I did not know. That motherfucking uh, Birmingham boys bus boycott lasted that long. I was like, we are so motherfucking selfish and stuck in our ways and only worry about our motherfucking household and who's close to us. We don't ever want to sacrifice shit for other people. Mm-hmm. And we are what we are due to the sacrifice of motherfuckers who did not know us. The epitome right. of the sacrifice of people who did, did not, not know us, us and, and knew they were going to never know us. Right. I want generations before us to be able to, after us to be able to do this. And I ain't, gonna, I ain't I may not live to see it, but I'm going to make the sacrifice. Them motherfuckers walked for almost six months. Mm-hmm. 
And did not reap walking any work. of the benefits. <laughs> didn't reap any of the work that they. Some of them got their ass beat. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and so not they even lost get deep. Money. They laid off money. They when they, they didn't hear God's say, before I be a slave, I'll be buried in my grave. Like, those folks took that shit to their motherfucking, I can't, this ain't freedom, this not life. So, bitch, if I gotta die fighting so my grandchildren can live, why not do that? Mm-hmm. So, that what Monique was saying, like, bitch, I'm sick of black women. I don't want black women to go through what I went through. And what pissed me off was society with that shit. They were trying to downplay Monique like she wasn't funny. Like Monique wasn't that bitch. Y'all got Monique fucked up. Monique was always on the motherfucking podcast. Hot. And she did. And I always the BET Awards hosting this shit. She did literally every single thing that all these male comedians did, including wear a dress. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And she had a sitcom. She had stand up. She had stand up. She was on the Queens of Comedy. She was the, the uh, host of the war shows. Movies. She was huge. She acted her ass off in Precious. Y'all not finna downplay this motherfucking woman. What's and the movie? Almost Christmas. What's this funny as a motherfucker? A, a lot of it is going on because a lot of these actresses, they don't stand up for each other. They don't band together and. They scared. Right, like, like they, 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 so, they so they so afraid to give up what they got that they don't want to stand up for each yeah. other to stop what's going on from happening. It's the money game. The best like way to help poor people is not become one. Y'all because y'all don't want to stand up for y'all. Y'all don't want to stand up for each other. But it's understandable. Wanna... It, it is understandable though because. Yeah, I've got to learn how to sacrifice. These white folks, they banging some motherfucking money in your face. But you know this puppet string, these motherfuckers, come on, man. They know what you Like when I tell motherfuckers, like on my job, I'm Dietrich before I'm anything. I need my motherfucking job. But this ain't the only, I need a job. This ain't got to be this motherfucking job. You're not going to do what the fuck you want to do to me at work because we at work. I told my boss in his face, I'm a man before I'm anything. So y'all, like you can't, like when you know it's a game and you know these motherfuckers got the, like they, the puppet masters, somebody got to break the cycle. And Monique was doing that. Mm-hmm. She was doing that and motherfuckers like, Monique ain't even funny. How dare she come in Oprah and Tyler period? You boot licking motherfuckers. <laughs> Who the fuck Tyler supposed to be? I've been called Tyler so many punks. <laughs> you sissy motherfucker. Who you Tyler think Perry you? got this big ass recording studio, all his, all his uh, recording studios, and all that name not the people, and still making these trash, trash ass movies. And like somebody gonna say, but he, he got so many black actors. And what Cat said, Tyler ain't putting nobody on. He did, he wasn't he saying like he wasn't saying like Tyler ain't employing black people. Folks take how the fuck they want to take it. That wasn't what he was saying. Tyler ain't putting nobody on. You know how many people, you know how many. You remember they were saying it was a Tyler Perry curse and shit at one point? You said what? When people say it was a Tyler Perry curse, like don't get in Tyler Perry shit and you're never working nowhere mm-hmm. else. He ain't put nobody on. You know how many. Not, not, right, you know, not outside of his stuff. Yeah. Do you know how Definitely many. Definitely not, not outside of his stuff. Do you know how many black actors, that wasn't producers, do you know how many black actors, producers, directors that Tyler Perry can, can, can put on? Just by using like his space, like you got all these, you got all this recording studios and all this space to record. Well, Fifteen and do stages. Fifteen stages and all this. Do you know how many you can you can have your own? You can have black producers and directors come in and shoot movies on your set. You can be doing Tubi movies, nigga. Tubi movies. <laughs> you can be running Tubi. Right. That's right. Y'all Putting right. black actors on people that's. 
You know, known black Because some of them two movies are really good in the motherfucker. They just like really bad budget. Right, it's just bad. bullshit. They don't have enough money to have a real gunshot. You know what I'm saying? But them some of them two movies good motherfucker. Like I ain't gonna but lie. But the store and the drama. Yeah. <laughs> you fuck around catch a movie, get over that bullshit. I've never watched a Tubi movie. Hey, it's this it's this Tubi show called uh, the Dirty D. Have you seen? It? I heard about that. The Dirty D. I heard about that. I heard about that. I heard about It can be they can be just sitting there talking. Talking about business, the next thing you know, they fuck. They fuck. That's my <laughs> like, type of movie. <laughs> they Every scene. I heard about that. Yeah, the only two. So they can about. be doing a, they can be doing a business deal or having lunch. We gonna fuck. Next thing you know, uh, somebody getting their dicks up. <laughs> That's crazy. You talking? <laughs> Where did this come from? <laughs> but yeah, uh, before we come, well, after, well, well, what the fuck am I saying? We're about to take a quick, quick break. We're gonna run to the store. Yeah, I want something. Okay, hold what on. What story did I get? Also, I also forgot we're going to do one time at Bandcamp. Uh, also, if you want to make a submission to one time at Bandcamp, it's boypleased, whatever, 23 at gmail.com. And what we have been doing outside of tradition of asking my guests to share a one time at Bandcamp story, I do have a story I want you to share. Are we back on story? <laughs> I want you to share. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a story I want you to share. Hold on. About the seizure. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, um, so um, I can. I don't think. I, do I have another one time at Bandcamp? Um, I don't know. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna go carry this first. If I have one, I add one too. But I don't think I have one. First, I ain't even thought of one yet. You don't thought of one yet? Okay. So. <laughs> Let's go to quick first. Okay. What's up for one time at Bandcamp? Oh my God. Um, you said you want me to say that one. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I was. Uh, I guess I was. I I wasn't I wasn't dating this person, but you know we was hooking up and hanging out, and um, you know we just chilling, sitting there watching TV, you know, and I feel this like brush up against my face, and I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck, gone, gone, and this motherfucker proceeds to have we sitting there watching, and he proceeds to have a seizure. And so I'm like, all this thing, I was like, I was like, this motherfucker gonna die. And I'm gonna have to explain to the police that this motherfucker has died. I really don't know them that well. <laughs> I really, I, I, I really, I really don't know them that well. I'm in the home, they have a, they, they had a seizure and then they, and then they died. I'm gonna be on the news and everybody gonna see me on the news on me, and, and, and everything, all this shit is gonna happen. And so, after the seizure's done, they wake up and they're like, what's up? And, I, and at this time, I'm, I'm, I'm just like, now I knew not to stick my finger down. That I knew enough not like to stick my finger down. They throw it down at my So I'm just like making sure, you know, straight hoping that they don't die by the end of this. <laughs> and then motherfucker wake up and said, what's up? And I'm like, I think you just had a fucking seizure. <laughs> He was like, oh, yeah, that happened sometimes. <laughs> what? Yeah, that need to be that, that need to be in the oh, forefront. The like, why am I? He need to be on your refrigerator. I'm like, why? I'm like, 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 I'
I just met you out. Right. I'm in the long walk to the park. I'm a top and I have seizures. Leave. <laughs> would you leave? Awful. If a bitch had a seizure on you, would you no, leave? Would, would you that's leave? Terrible. Girl, that's terrible. Girl, please. That is terrible. I, I would feel like <laughs> if they die. Bitch, I'll wipe it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm watching all of them for this girl. I was not here. I'm the fuck out bitch. of here. I'm finna go home. But, but the thing is, is after, after, I'll reset the whole motherfucking phone. But then after the fact, it's just like, I kind of wanted to just leave, but then I felt bad. I'm like, but what if they have a seizure? Like, yeah, it happens I, sometimes. We did that. Oh, I was like, I don't, I was like, I really want to leave. I wanted to leave. And then it's not, he was like, what? Oh, yeah. That I'm like, I think you just had a fucking seizure. I didn't know what to do. Bitch, I've been out of there like 40 going to Shit, I was like, I, I'm like, do I leave? Man, at this point, do I leave? Do you I like, yeah. Yo. You had a seizure. Oh. Bitch, what? I just watched you. I just had to, to witness this. His ass was still been having that seizure. I was in the car. Kirby. Me, I got my keys. And Tim told that thing, motherfucker. Yeah, God. Have been season, I don't know because I would have been in the closet. All right, see you later. I don't know how to ring camera. All right. I was in a sunshot. Lock the door. I was in a sunshot. I was like, girl, please. What is happening to me? I got a one-time band camera. But it's kind of like X-rated. It's fine. And it's kind of like... It's kind of disgusting. I love it. Oh, let's go. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited already. <laughs> I'm gonna give y'all some juice. Not no tea, I'm gonna give y'all some juice. But uh, me and this girl, I met this girl. I ain't gonna give y'all no time frame. I ain't gonna say when. But uh, I met this girl and she was a bit on the freaky side. So, okay, so one night we, uh, we linked up. And uh, this particular girl, she liked it anal. Mm. She liked to do anal. So uh, first round, <laughs> first round, we first uh, round. we did it, no problems, no problems with. Oh, I never so, Second doing. round, she wanted to go again. So all right, we went again. And as we get into it, she shit. I started to smell something. <laughs> And as I look down, I look and I smell. I'm like, "Are you shitting on me?" <laughs> I guess she was a little embarrassed because I'm like, "Okay, you should. You that's, that's, a, that's a big much. You should be embarrassed. You know what that's called? You ain't take no damn animal. <laughs> look, you, you know what that's called? What's it called? She paying you. She paying you. <laughs> she I was, you. 
Look, you were painting. Look, so she painted me like she hated me. Like a house. She painted me like a house. Like I'm, I look down. What was it? Like, what was it? Was he like it's shit on the wall. Because I smelled it first. Look, I didn't see it because I smelled it first. I smelled it first, and then I looked down and I seen it, and I'm like. Are you shitting on me? Vista. Are you shitting me? <laughs> she shat on me. Is that the absolute worst? What did she say? I'm like, she's like, oh. I mean, I forgot what she said, but she was like, I, I feel like she was too embarrassed to really say anything. Do you know how embarrassing it is? Like, you got to go. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I probably... <laughs> you, <laughs> you have to go. Bitch, I would probably... Bury my head in the ground like a groundhog. Bitch. Like I wouldn't come out. What you know about an animal? <laughs> People use animals. Huh? We just use them for different um, reasons. <laughs> it's a it's um, a human thing, huh? Damn. Yeah. Do, 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 do the ladies take it? It is. Yes. That ain't a gay thing, like yes. animals. Straight women like <laughs> animals. They take animals. Oh, yeah, straight. Perfect. It ain't like yeah, as, as, as that shit. It ain't like ASOS. Straight people buy animals. I asked I asked my friend and her friend on the show, women I women never told me that they clean their ass out before fucking. Right. I was like, no, what? I'm like, bitch, what are y'all doing? Y'all work for Sherwin Williams, bitch. What did you pick? you put the fuck you mean? <laughs> You know, right. Like, you especially, know, especially, right. especially if you like that. Especially if you if you like it and if you done it, you right. definitely probably. You hoes went to the Mexican spot and ate queso dip by a motherfucker. Now you get to clean sure, your right. ass out. Right. You know, uh, Sherry Williams? That yeah. Shit. That's what I'm saying. I ain't going there by paint, paintbrushes before. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is hot. You shit out on me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst. Oh, that's, that's, that's the worst smell. It is the worst smell. I can't. If, if that happens, yeah, I, 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 I cannot continue. I was doing. Oh, that. bitch! After you pay me, I'm. I'm we I'm I'm bound on. not to talk. To you. <laughs> I was saying, unless we okay. Well, I was oh saying, yeah, was unless we're in a relationship, right? You pay me on the hookup. You remember on Game of Thrones and Cersei walking through them like shame, 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 shame. bitch. On the hookup, it's never gonna happen. On a random hookup, and you pay me, that no, means you knew I was coming over here, and your stomach was hurting. And you knew it's 2024. You knew you wanted to do it. Right. You didn't take care of it before you got here. You knew it was hurting. And leave, I knew I know my body in 2023, baby. It's the new year. I don't understand that. Like, you know. And we, for me, like in gay world, we grown ass men. Everybody's shit. There is nothing to be ashamed of. If I get to your house and you like, hey. I don't want you shit. Let me get ready. No, I'm just saying. Don't put your ass on me either. <laughs> I don't want nothing. Don't come to my house with that so shit. So can't have like, oh, oh, I got, I got one more look. <laughs> you know, when, that, when, when that motherfucker is squeaky clean, what that's when you come. Like, <laughs> that's when you come. But what if it just happened? You know, sometimes you got the shit. It's like you got the child, you got shit again. That's it's the worst okay. shit in the world. It's okay, and that's fine. You wipe your ass and got shit again. You win some. <laughs> you remember that dude? You win, you win some, you lose some. We just, what's we, the, what's the you, TV listen, show? You can get ready for the next one. <laughs> it's a TV show dude said, I just wipe, and I wipe, and I wipe, and it's still poop. <laughs> <laughs> he said, it's almost like I got a, he said, I got a poop, I got a poop marker. <laughs> I was like, 
was that wipe and I wipe and it's still poop. <laughs> I you need a motherfucker for day, bitch. Every time I'll be wiping, and like, damn, I gotta let out another one. Thought I was done. I gotta get some more tissue. You don't shit at somebody's house and stop their toilet up. Yup. Ooh, like a stranger. <laughs> oh, bitch. I don't stop. Oh, bitch. Like, you know the uh, like the public toilets, like uh, the ones that flush hard and loud, like the ones. Yeah. Like the ones. I don't stop one of them. <laughs> Imagine how I felt. Let me tell you how I felt. After I stopped one of those. I went up somewhere else. I had the shit so bad. And then I stopped that bitch toilet up. And then hold her have a plunger. I dumped that bitch. I dumped her garbage can out and filled that bitch up with water and like pulled the water down in the toilet bowl. You know, the water pressure make it flush. Yeah. I dumped all that bitch trash out. I was like, girl, I'm not finna come out. I don't know y'all. You are, it's already like a sense of uncomfortability when you shitting at somebody's house mm-hmm. that you don't know, and I done ran y'all and told them no. <laughs> you feel that comfortable shitting at somebody you Yeah, know. I'm grown. I'm grown. <laughs> hey, real talk. I'm hey. grown, huh? I'm, I'm not finna pick and choose where I'm finna shit. And like, you, do, you can't shit, pick and choose where you got, got shit. The older you get, I have the shit. Now, the only place I ain't gonna ever shit in is a club. You got a toilet. <laughs> you got a toilet. You got some tissue. wild to me. It's going down. Yeah, it's now, down. if we're in the club <laughs> and I got shit, I'm going yeah, home. Yeah, that's where all bits are off. I'm not shitting no club. Okay. <laughs> Can you imagine being in the club? I, I know somebody. Club, 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 club bathrooms are nasty. Trevino. <laughs> Trevino going right in the club. Say this man, man. <laughs> he told me to shout him out tonight. Shout out to Trevino. Shout out to Trevino. Shout out to Vino. He put it on Facebook that he shit in the club. Yeah, I got a friend that was shit in the club. We had to literally go and find. We literally put your bird in the club and fell asleep on the tour to take the shit in the club. We had to go in the bathroom. He's on the park. We called his name John Doe. John Doe. John Doe. John Doe. Looking for his shoes under the damn star. He took them off. I've done that before. In somebody's house. Anyway. Take your shirt off while shitting. You Sometimes real comfortable. You done got super comfortable. Socks. You naked. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> you a nigga out for You a nigga out for nigga. You ain't been on somebody's house had to shit and they don't want lock. Like they don't fuck up on their hands. It's just like you have like I'm in here, I'm up, I'm done. You know like, I, mean, I do got so one time. I hate when I go. This is alpha. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Since I don't shit up. <laughs> That's what he said earlier. Curry's on shit. You know I'm talking all this shit. <laughs> yeah, he would get talking some motherfucking shit. And you talking shit last night. Oh, um, I had uh. Okay. Went into a public <laughs> gas station, had to shit, had to pull over and, and shit. <laughs> pull over and shit, and I was like, "Oh, this toilet seat had shit all over it, and it was shit in the toilet. <laughs> it went flush. The, the toilet was stopped. The seat was shitty, <laughs> and I had to shit. Please tell me you didn't use that toilet." A nasty bitch. <laughs> He's a nasty bitch. You a nasty motherfucker. No, I was like, well, I'm gonna stand. Man. I'm gonna stand up. You stop. I can't stand up and shit. Fuck you, a German. What you a German? Shut up, motherfucker, nigga. 
shit outside. Me and his ass. To wipe my ass. I can't shit. Before I stand up. Everywhere. Trying to stand up and shit. I said, this bitch ain't going away. This bitch ain't a double Benjamin. This bitch ain't going away. I had to throw my underwear away. How you feeling up with your lady? Nah, I got look, look, I got I had, shit. I got I shit. Had shit out of my underwear. Oh. I had to throw my underwear. That's the nasty shit. You can't leave your underwear in the bag. I remember when I was in uh when I was in basic training. Oh my god, who's watching this? I don't know. I know when I was in basic training, we uh when we be out like at the ranges, like we would spend the night at ranges and all that, and be out there all day. And like spend like probably like two days in the range. Like you sleeping outside, so you know they have a they outhouses like the outside rich rooms, and uh, when I say them things was so nasty, I held my shit for two days. Mm. Mm-hmm. I held my shit for two days because them things was so nasty. I can't do that. Like I refused. I couldn't do it. And then they like the the old time like like it's just outhouse. a seat with a hole mm-hmm. in it. Like it's a. It's Chamber a, pot. Yes. <laughs> it's a whole wooden seat with a hole in it. And you got to yeah, sit on it. It's flies and bugs. You going to come out. Everywhere. That nigga used to come out. You going to come out. There was a commode. An yeah. outhouse commode. That's fucking terrible. I was like, I had my shit for two days. Nah, I, never I refused to take a shit. I'm so again. sorry. Bitch, I shit in the church. For, I, I, have, I don't give a fuck. But anyway. Um, <clears throat> before we went on the break, we were talking about uh, Taraji Henson and the money issues with the black women being paid uh, their fair share in uh, comparison to white actors, uh, which takes me to my next topic, which is the Color Purple musical. Um, I saw it. You said you didn't. I haven't see. seen it yet. Quick. You saw it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I sing. I am not a fan of musicals. The only musical I like, probably, I would say, is Dreamgirls. That's the only musical that I can watch. Dreamgirls are fucking amazing. Um, and probably, like, Fire Heartbeats and, like, Temptation and shit like that. I'll watch it any day. You know but, what musical I like that a lot of people may not, may disagree with? Chicago. Oh, yeah. I love Chicago. <laughs> a lot of people hate Chicago. Okay. And I don't I, know why. I don't know why. I can't. I like Chicago. I don't know why. I love yeah. Chicago. Chicago <laughs> is another. I forgot about that one. Chicago is fire as fuck too. I like Chicago. Um, but <clears throat> a lot of people was upset that it was a musical. And before I get into this, um, I tell quickies already. Um, but black people gotta learn to shut the fuck up in the movie theaters, and. I went to see Color Purple on a Thursday noon. <laughs> I'm not expecting a motherfucking soul <laughs> to be to be at Curtis. I parked almost behind the Paradiso because it was so many motherfucking people on a Thursday at twelve fucking fifteen, and I was PM? like, "No, well, yeah, PM, yeah, PM. afternoon, yeah, midday." Midday. Why y'all not at work? Why the fuck are y'all not at work? <laughs> I took off work, so I'm thinking you motherfuckers surely you should be, you know, not here. So um I get to the movie theater, I pick you know, you can pick seats now. So I'm thinking I'm by myself. I do not want to sit by anybody. I don't want to be by nobody's kids. I don't want to be by no couples. I don't want to be by nobody. So I picked the very top seat in the far left hand corner of the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Because I'm looking at the whole little um map of what's taken. 
So everywhere else is like, mm-mm, this, like the row's too big. It's like eight empty seats. I'm sure they're going to end up being sitting by somebody. So I had saw like two seats, which was empty, and I sat on the end. And um, I give them the motherfucker. I give them a bunch of crunch. Movies high as a motherfucker. First of all, I'm going to start bringing the purse for real and put like a double double stack in that bitch. Because the movies. Movie popcorn, dog. Fuck movie popcorn. popcorn. I, bitch, the movies high as a motherfucker. High as giraffes. It's been high. They yeah. was high years ago. So just imagine <laughs> I when the movies would cost seven dollars and fifty cents. Yeah. But the movie was ten dollars. At midday it was ten bucks. I was shocked. But the box of bunch of crunch was this motherfucking big. And I'm like, the box of bunch of crunch would be like a big ass box when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. The box is getting small, but the price is fucking going up. But anyway, I get in the movie, I'm sitting down, I'm chilling. I'm like this motherfucking recliner. I just woke up maybe two hours ago, so I ain't sleeping. So I'm gonna watch this bitch and I'm chilling by myself. This motherfucking couple, which is like, they're like four seats down. I hear them talking. So another couple walks up and was like, y'all in the seats, 12 and 13? Them high seats. Mm-hmm. So any motherfuckers that still seats in an assigned seat place are ignorant. Do y'all know these motherfuckers sat beside me, right? I'm like, fuck, I'm vexed. <laughs> I'm fucking vexed. The movie hadn't even thought of yet. These motherfuckers was talking down during the previews. So I'm just like, okay, cool. Let me just relax. They may be straight, right? They talk through the whole preview. So I said, well, I ain't going to say nothing because the movie hadn't thought yet. The motherfucking movie come on, color purple, just da, 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 already from the beginning, right? So I'm like, fuck. So they talking down. They talking down. So I text my boyfriend. I was like, this couple beside me would not shut the fuck up. He takes me back. He was like, tell them to be quiet. And I was like, you know I am. And in 2024, I got this thing where I say, I'm not going to be uncomfortable. I'm not going to allow anybody to make me uncomfortable. We're going to both be uncomfortable. But at the same time, like, I ain't no bitch-ass nigga. But I'm also thinking, this is a young nigga sitting beside me. These young niggas crazy these days. Thank you. I don't have a gun. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the movie trying to draw myself. I got on a crossbody. I'm just like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want no problems, but... Yeah, talk to this nigga like a, li- a librarian. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, had to, just... I had to be like motherfucking uh, <laughs> Professor Ogilvy in that motherfucker. Just, just... So, bitch, you know, so... I sat, there, I sat back, I let them talk, and then I was like, I'm so frustrated. I just can't. I can't hold it. I can't hold no more. Mm-hmm. So, the nigga said... So, he, so, they got quiet. I was like, thank you, God. I ain't got to do this. That motherfucker said, you want to be on the game real quick? <laughs> like, loud the motherfucker. I said, excuse me, big dog. Um, can y'all please stop talking? He said, what? I said, can y'all please stop talking? I'm trying to enjoy the movie. So he was like, I'll keep it down. His bitch sitting beside him. What he say? And you know how the niggas try to act before they bitch. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm finna have to whoop this nigga Nigga, fast. Nigga, tell me, be quiet. (laughs) And I was like, so I'm thinking in my mind, like, I'm finna have to fold this young nigga up real fast because I ain't got no gun. Then nigga got switching. <coughs> right. <And> so, <laughs> that pistol big in the motherfucker, so I'm finna bow, bow, I'm getting you quick. So he said, when she said what he say. The young nigga has already said to me, I'll keep it down, right? But when the bitch asked him what he say, that nigga said, I don't know no grown-ass motherfucker man, though. <laughs> I know that. 
So I'm like, I'm like, here you go. So the nigga see, I'm a grown ass motherfucker, man. Hey, cool. So you mean to tell me, man, you hurls my head in front of me? I said, hey, all that tough ass shit, I ain't with it. Yeah. I'm just asking you to be quiet. I said, bro, I hear y'all talking. I just want to enjoy the movie. But man, we whispering. I said, yeah, you are whispering, but we shoulder to shoulder. So I can hear you. But you want me to move it loud, though. I said, and you're also loud. I'm not finna keep doing this. I just actually be quiet. I know y'all stole these seats. And I didn't go down to the motherfucking person until y'all been like, hey, they used to the seats. They talking to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to make it, let everybody enjoy the experience. And he was like, but we not loud. I said, bro, you said ex she want to bet on the game. You right. All right, bro. So the, the nigga, the rest of the thing, I was like, I hope he learned the lesson in there too. Like, every conversation met can be man to man. It ain't got to be no, let me shoot this nigga to prove that I'm the hardest. Because I told him, I, like, I'm not making this up like verbatim. I looked the nigga in his eye and I said, bro, all the tough ass shit, they don't move me. Like, just. Let's enjoy ourselves. Right. Don't let this whole this little breeze pass no dress and these snowballs get your hand whooped up here. Because I got this motherfucking crossbody purse on and think this shit's sweet. <laughs> I'm going to tell your motherfucking ass up. With this Because I'm leaving this movie theater. Come hell or high water, bitch. So I'm going to get in your motherfucking ass. So it was just like, but like black people, like, let's go somewhere and enjoy. Like, why? And you know these niggas, he damn near finger fucked that bitch the whole night. The whole evening in the movie theater. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> it's been like Captain Dean this motherfucker. I'm like, bitch. Why y'all come to, y'all turned on by Cena and Mr. Bitch? <laughs> like, shut the I fuck up. I went to an end movie, ain't nobody seen it. Right. Man, y'all come want to see Avatar or something. <laughs> y'all come to fuck in that bitch. Y'all come to see Color Purple and Kiss and Smooch. Right. They was talking like they was at TGI Fridays. You know what I'm saying? Right. They were loud motherfuckers. I'm just like, nigga, why, what's the problem with black folks going to the movie and just chilling? And I'm just saying it's all black people. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, it pisses me off when it's us. In the movie, the acting a motherfucking fool. Like, y'all grown. You grown the motherfucker. I shouldn't have to tell you to shut the fuck up in this movie theater. If you grown. That boy's so sleepy right here. <laughs> <laughs> Sit your motherfucking ass I'm glad, they closed, I'm glad <laughs> they closed down the Majestic because you go to Majestic, I'm talking about the worst experience you're going to ever have at a movie. I'm never going back to Paradiso. Mm-hmm. I'm never. <laughs> <laughs> and Paradiso so right down popular. You cannot pay well, me going to Paradiso. I go to the Johnny Collier I've been telling him. If I want to go to a movie by myself, and I ain't been to movies in a while, but that was my thing. I used to uh, I used to like going to the movies by myself. I love going to movies. I go to like small movie theater over there in Germantown. Because uh, it's it's a small movie theater and really don't nobody really go there. Mm-hmm. I go there in the day, I'd be on one of the movies. Yeah, enjoying like, myself. I love it. Eat my yeah, gas station snacks. Well, yeah. <laughs> I love going to the And this thing, him and his bitch had pulled out so many snacks. I wanted to be like, we could be friends. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, they had the little Haribo gummy. The little, them motherfuckers high. They had the little gummy. The, mm-hmm. I was like, I want some of them so bad. Yeah, but, I see. That's yeah. That's what I'm saying. I wanted to ask, but I didn't want to like I was kissing his ass, like I was scared of him. So I didn't want to be like trying to make peace and shit. But I really wanted something mm-hmm. can. They had a lot of candy. Last anyway, time I bought some from the old uh, bought snacks from the old uh, movie theater, I paid three ninety nine for a bag of Reese's. Mm-hmm. I said never again yeah. in my life. But I, I'm bringing a hoodie in that hoe <laughs> every time from now on. I might have a focal phone in that motherfucker because the movies is hot. It's, it's ridiculous. But did you like Color Purple? I liked it. I liked it. I think it. I think it was a. They did a good job of merging because I've seen the musical, 
and and the movie, and I think they did a great job of binding the movie and the music musical together. And a lot of people was complaining because they didn't know it was a musical. Now, after, because at first I was saying, okay, well, in the music, in in the previews, it's it's, it's clearly <laughs> singing right. in the in the musical. But to people's defense. There was singing, sing, there was singing in the movie. Did about sing but should. But in a lot of the previews, it was should. It was it was it was should singing. Okay. So I can see where people would be confused, but at the end of the day, it's not like it's a Tyler Perry musical where it's just like this drawn out. Yeah, we like, Mama, I love you. Song. Why do right, we right, right. sing? It's good music. It's great music. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, not yeah. like it's like drawn out or no shit like that. Like it's good it's good stuff. It's good. When I saw it, I was even, like even the actual musical is like I heard the musicals. I heard the musicals amazing. You know what I'm saying? It's not like <laughs> For me, I was like, I see why people didn't like it and I saw why people liked it. Do I have to go back to see it again? No. Will I watch it again? Yeah. But I won't pay to go see it again. Oh, yeah. um, I'm not paying to go see it again. But if it comes across my, I don't think I'm gonna pay the first time. Yeah, if it comes across my TV, I think it's worth watching just to support a black film. Um, it's not bad. I'm just not a big fan of musicals. I knew it was a musical before I went into it, and I like and I sing. I love me. I think music is the best thing on fucking earth. But um, for some reason, I just. I don't know. And again, it may have been the whole situation of me feeling like I might get shot and I need to move the theater. <laughs> I was like, maybe that's why I didn't really enjoy it like I wanted to because I was so focused on watching this young nigga so playing the You didn't I enjoy your experience with the. Yeah, I think that's why I said, like, I wasn't wowed like I thought I was going to be when I left the movie theater, but also I had taken the taking consideration. You didn't cry at the end? No, and I was waiting to cry. When you said you, you cried, I was like, what part are you talking about? When Sierra showed up, they could have got Michelle yeah. Williams to play uh, Nanny. Bitch. Yeah. I was like, yeah, like Sierra was dead. You know, she minutes. come back from Africa. It was Sierra. I was like, bitch, I could have got. With the part where kids came with uh, with the kids under the tree with the kids, it happened in the first fucking Cinderella uh, Purple. They just add two grandchildren. They should have got Deborah Cox to play uh, Nanny. It don't matter. They could have got they could have got Catelyn Jenner to play the goddamn nigga. Deborah should say, "How did you get it?" It was it was a two second part. Like yeah, yeah. Good job, great Sierra. It could have been anybody. It's not like that was such a significant. Nettie is not a significant. Adult Nettie is not a significant role. I feel like it moved. I think it moved so fast for it to be like two hours and twenty four minutes. Like in the original color purple, like we had time to spend with the little girl, Celine and Nelly, and like kind of almost get to know them, like the relationship. They skipped so many like intricate parts. I think people were expecting Dang. to see well, like the iron, 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 iron. That was in there, but like when Nelly was like everything, like Nelly played the fuck out you of do right by me. Oh, um, everything you do gonna fit. Nettie, the the old Nettie I played the fuck out of her role. Even though it was a very small role, it wasn't that big. Mm-hmm. But the young Nettie played the fuck out of Nettie. Like when Mister put them out, she was like, "What? Like, who played what? C? She played um, in Fantasia. Oh, Fantasia. But um, okay. but Hallie just was. It was a disconnect with Hallie to me. 
as Nettie when it got to the emotional part. Like she was doing fine for like the happy part. But mm-hmm. it was like when Mr. was putting you out in the rain with a gun in your she face. Was a too she was just like, nothing but death can kick me I'm from strong. it. I said, bitch, um, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, Nettie was, bitch, she was, yeah, right, she was strong, right. right. And then she was hitting him with the rock and Renetta was running the shit back. Was Nettie played the fuck out of her part. So it was just almost, but like I did say this, now I'm offended, I put my foot in my mouth. I did tell people not to expect, people are expecting the original to see, like, you know what I'm saying, expecting to be like the original. Right. Um, it's hard to not, though. It's hard not to. Well, it's hard not to if you've not, if you've not seen, seen the musical. musical. Right. right. It's I hard. Get that. It's but hard. it's still. It was good. Yeah, it's that, but like it I said, good. like, it's, uh, like I said, they want to say a bold new take. Mm-hmm. They said it was a bold new take. So, so, but you know, I think it was. I thought it was good. Yeah, it's been. I do encourage those of us who wouldn't mind seeing the musical to, if you have the opportunity to see the color purple, color purple, the musical. It yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah, it was. The I'm here, like fantastic. But I'm here seven days a week. You know what? Honestly, out of all the cast, Fantasia was the one person that I was a little bit worried about. In the movie, you really? know, I know Fantasia can sing, but I was a little bit worried about yeah. the acting. Yeah, um, but she did a good job. Fantasia, she did a good job. She sounded like a slave the whole movie. Uh, it was cool. I'm gonna tell you who acted the ass off. Danielle Brooks. Brooks. Yeah, she, she played um, on Orange Is New Black. I can't think of what her role was. What's her, uh, was it Tasty? Uh, uh, Tasty, yeah, yeah. Oh, Tasty, she was in. She yeah. was Sophia. Oh, she played Sophia. Oh, motherfucking, oh, motherfucking amazing. Right, for real. Like to me, she outshined everybody. To me, I think everybody. You know, I would say that she outshined. You know, because I think everybody did. Everybody did a great job. Taraji she did a great job, but Danielle was a standout to me. You know who Tasty? Who? You know what I'm don't say it. Oh, um, I'm favorite. Keep. I was. <laughs> Tasty runs you, Keep. I, I, I thought you were going to say Tip. I thought you were going to say Tip. I mean, because. I love Keep. I love Keep. I love Tip. But Tip's personality isn't as big as Keep. Tip got a big personality, too. Yeah. But Tip be trying to be like. Wait a minute. Like. No, I think a bad thing. I think Tip be trying to be like. I look conservative a little bit around, you know, Angel, like mm-hmm. respectable mama. But Tiff does have a, a big personality too. But yeah, Kiva is fucking amazing. Kiva, she brings it out. Though. Yeah. She brings it out. Yeah, Kiva's a damn fool. But yeah, um, and speaking of, like you said, some, it was a, somewhere you used both. Um, Boosie made a post on Instagram, as he always fucking does. Uh, said that basically he had a problem with the color purple. It was a lesbian love story. So I don't. It was not a fucking <laughs> love story. Like, yeah. But I feel like. Yeah. I don't know what he said. Yeah, he said he left the movie to him. He had, his daughter, he had his daughter with him. I'm guessing it's not the one that's a fucking stud. Maybe, maybe he has two daughters. I don't keep up with him. Um, because of the two. The, maybe the 30 so seconds. Like four scenes. Like yeah. And my thing is, motherfucker, you never. And I think Boosie just making posts to make posts. Motherfucker, who the fuck who went to see Color Purple did not know that there was going to be a kiss, at least a kiss between right. Steve and Shirley. It was in the first movie. In the book, they ain't pussy. Like, they fucked in the movie. 
And that was in 1984, so Alice Walker couldn't put that in the fucking film. Mm-hmm. So she kind of just made that, it put that intimacy in there with a kiss and let everybody's imagination run. Mm-hmm. But I heard that as a child that in the actual book that they had, you know, had actual sex. I don't, I, there's nothing Boosie says that makes me want to resonate with him on any level. I feel like he's too obsessed with the homosexual lifestyle. It feels like that just like it shouldn't be for kids. But he he introduces kids to so much weird shit and shit. Kids ain't got no business dealing with or seeing. Well, he paid he paid a, a prostitute to have sex with. Yeah, and it, it, like my thing is, isn't it not weird to you that you're concerned about you, your son getting pussy? That you go make sure he. What you talking about? The kids, the kids, the kids, the kids, but. There was rape in the movie. There was incest, incest in the movie. Uh, enslavement, if you will, in the movie, and <laughs> that and and the kisses is what all before then, and the kisses is is right. is, is, is what drew the line. This girl you. got because you didn't find out that uh, Paul wasn't Paul until the end of the movie. Right. So at the beginning of the movie, when you're first introduced to Color Purple, the film and the adaptation of the musical. We are seeing her have a baby by her father. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's treated like property by her father and by Mister. And you see Nettie moving in with Celia and Mister because her dad, and it was actually Nettie's father, that couldn't keep his hands off of his daughter. Mm-hmm. He sold his daughter off to a man who whooped her ass and treated her like nothing more, nothing less than property. And uh, them sharing the the one moment that Cedi gets to sh- receive any type of love and intimacy in her life was a problem for you. Mm-hmm. That was too much for you. I don't. Um, I don't know what's up with Boosie. Uh, do you have anything, Curtis? Like, do you do you agree with Boosie sometimes or not? Or uh, with this situation, I just feel like he was kind of doing a little too much. Like he could have just. Not said anything about it. Even if you disagree, even if you disagree with something, you can still just tight lip about it. Yeah. You know, you don't have to always say something about it. You don't always have to post about it. Even if you feel strongly about something, you can just kind of just like you know keep it to you know just keep it keep it keep it on the low sometimes. I've always <laughs> I've always been a fan of Labusi. Like nothing, like him it's, a, music. it's a lot of stuff he like says. His brain. It's a lot of stuff he says that um that is controversial. That it's something he does say that I don't agree with. It's some things he says that I do agree with. Like what? But um, like what? <laughs> like <laughs> like what I do agree with? Yeah. I mean, it's it's. I can't. I can't just like point out. You talking about like the like it, it can be anything. It, it, it can be whatever you agree. I mean, it's out to me. It's all he's fucking talking about. But um, I think I know what you've been to say, but I don't know for sure. I'm waiting to see what you've been to say. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's it's, it's just some stuff I agree with, and some stuff I you know that he says I I don't agree with that he can just you know he ain't got to say. Me. Cause there be plenty of times where I be about to tweet something and I just be like, nah, let me it delete ain't working. that. <laughs> let yeah. me let me delete that. I think I, I just ain't gonna say nothing. But 
I think he puts he, his foot in his mouth. Um, I know for years he has been harping on like the Zion Wade situation, right? Um, I think he puts his foot in his mouth uh, to his own fault when he makes statements about how Gabrielle and Dwayne chooses to deal with the situation with their daughter and you turn around and say, I let my son get his dicks up. Um, You know what I'm saying? I feel like you cannot say, I think to me as a gay man, I support whatever anybody wants to do in their life because I feel like when folks say sexuality is a spectrum, I don't think that's just a way of trying to say everybody's gay. I don't think that's I don't I don't believe everybody's gay. You know, I think everybody has their their what you know, their attraction or whatever. I don't yuck nobody's young, but I'm not that person I think I do legitimately believe there are straight people in this world. I don't have the desire to fuck a woman, so if that's the case, I'm sure there are men who have no desire to fuck a man. You know what I'm saying? I have, if I want people to respect that of me, I have to be open minded enough to believe there are legitimate straight men out here. But for him, um just this to do stuff like that and say certain shit like, you know, did it boy too young. Like just it that's not your fucking child. You have let your child literally be raped if you want to be technical. You know, and why are we thinking about kids having sex? That was my point. I don't agree with any of that. I don't agree with kids having sex at all. I don't, I don't agree, agree I don't with agree kids with being exposed to sex a lot. I don't agree with uh kids being allowed to change their gender at a young age. I don't I don't condone kids having sex at a young age. But I know kids gonna do it. Yeah. So if you know kids gonna do it, why not teach them to do it the safe way? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Teach them how to do it the safe way. If they even if anyway. you know they're gonna do it anyway. Yeah. And also I don't agree with kids, you know, changing their gender. Yeah, because a no, kid, how, as said, a kid, how much do you know? Like, how much I know a lot. Do you no. know about yourself as a kid? Like the kids. But like, at, at what point as a kid? Because I do know kids don't like. Because I I seen in an interview one time where Dwayne Wade he was saying, "Oh yeah." Uh, she came to us in, at three years old and said, oh, yeah, I feel like I'm a girl. And then they just ran with it. And they just raised them as a girl. Like, how many things does a three-year-old say that's nonsense? A three-year-old can say, hey, I love Disneyland. Let's pick up and move to Disneyland. Is you going to pick up and move to Disneyland? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to move to Disneyland. I want to live in Disneyland. That's not quite no. the same. As a kid, if a, if a kid same. says, hey, I want to, if, if your three-year-old says, hey, I want to be a stripper, I want to be a, uh, I want to be an exotic dancer, are you going, hey, let's, Right. Let's get you in some exotic dancing classes. Let's get you in some pole dancing well, I, classes I, at three. I'm gonna stop you there only because I do. Uh, I see what why, you're saying. Oh, uh, I got. Well, I respect your stance, rather. Why is it that that's the only thing a kid can decide on his own? Why can't a kid decide on his own to get an apartment? Why can't a kid decide to go drive underage? Why can't a kid decide to go drink alcohol or go do anything? But why is Oh, I can change my gender. That's that's the most important life decision I can make on my own. 
the thing is though, I feel like without a, your parents, a lot of you people go against your parents. A lot of people try to, and not saying this you, but I think when people think about sexual identity, they try to put that along with sexual orientation and being sexually active. I think a lot of people. Um, and or a sex change. Right. Which is what, why I wanted to clarify are you talking about a change their gender or, or a sexual identity? Sexual identity or sexual orientation. Or no, that's wrong. So you mean sexual, sexual identity? identity. Sexual, sexual orientation is different. Right. right. That's what I'm saying. Right. That's my point. I think people. I think people. I mean. I think people busy sexualizing that. I don't have a problem. So when they hear. Anything. Yeah, I, of course you don't. I think that when people hear about, oh, I identify as this, we automatically go, oh, you want something to do? And it's, right. it's not that. Um, the thing is, and like I said earlier, I'm not a straight man, so I couldn't come from where you're coming from as, the, as far as putting the whole dress on thing. I don't know. I, I'll never know like how you really feel about that, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like I don't... I enjoy my penis. I enjoy... And I enjoy uh, identifying as a man, uh, using him, his, he as my pronouns. I don't know what they feel. I don't know what that feels like waking up feeling like I'm in a different body. Mm-hmm. I can't tell a black woman how to operate as a black woman because I do not know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where the divide comes <coughs> in society because people are so busy trying to, to like break everything down when you just sometimes can just say, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I just can't respect that. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as a kid, um, I this a theory could be completely wrong. I feel like maybe why they're starting the, like, like the hormone things, they couldn't be, but if they are starting them now, I think it's just for the aesthetic. Like, before I, before I start developing my male... You know what I'm saying? Like the big cheekbones and the the body structure of a man. We're going to go ahead and start you on these hormones hormones so that you won't be out here looking like bitch uh, holiday heart. I think that's I think that's what it is. Curtis and a weed. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I think blockers and all. Yeah, I think that's the face because by the time when you get that big jawline and shit, you know what I'm saying? It just because society is so fucked up, I think it just puts you in harm's way. More so than passing. I just feel like treat like everything else. That yeah. you treat like kids. That you but, treat the kids like. But you you can have people saying if I came to my mama at nine and say, Mama, I like boys, that was just as true at nine than it is now in thirty four. Mm-hmm. But that's just, like just like it's but that's it's just as true that the the Zion way decided at that age it's it's still it's still going on. Yeah. To this this day. is what it is. I understand, but, but he was Raised she, like that. She, she was raised like I that. I think she was. She was raised <laughs> like that. But I don't think. Zaya, let me say. I it. think he was. Accept- Zaya Wade was raised, was raised like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say. He but I think. But well, also, I'm gonna I call think. Him by his, her, I'm going to call him by his name. You're fucking up. Call Zaya Wade. By Zaya Wade's name. He's canceled. I'm going to call Zaya Wade. By Zaya Wade's name. Zaya Wade. I feel like. But Zaya Wade was. Once Zaya Wade made that decision or comment to 
Zari Wade's parents. But what do you, so what do you think? I feel like what do you think Dwayne and Gabby should have done? I, I feel that. like they should have directed Zari Wade in the right direction. What's the right direction? They should have told Zari Wade the truth, and they should have drilled that in, in Zari Wade's head that. You're, you were you're born, is wrong. You were born the way you were born, and they should have, cause a kid going kids and are sponges, and they going and they going mm-hmm. they gonna take up what you teach them. You gonna no. ta- they gonna take up how you bring them up. I think, but and if you tell, and if you, and if you reassure this kid that they are what they were born as. Then they gonna grow up believing it. They not gonna have no. They're not gonna be confused about what they are. I don't think it's confusion though, cause like think about um like you read because they know it's not about. But this thing, I think like think about all this like you. I think we've had a conversation about how we feel on on, like on a religious path, right? A lot of shit is a social construct. Gender is a social construct. Sexuality, marriage, single, divorce—all this shit is a social construct. If I'm going to ask you to look up the Native Americans' way of life before colonialism, and um, they had a thing called the two-spirited human, and where it was, it could have been a straight man, who a man who was sexually attracted to women who liked to wear dresses. He was a straight man. He led his household, had kids, whatever. But they believed in the two-spirited human, and they believed in... Like they kind of idolized the the person who who was for lack of well, I ain't gonna say like a better word, but for like what we know as homosexual. Like they looked at them almost as like a deity is something. And I'm saying to say like a lot of things when you say like the right way and the way it should have been, this stuff that we were taught. And I think now the generation that we're seeing come up are like Breaking down all of this shit. Like, it's not, I'm telling you how I feel. So you can't, you don't get to tell me what you think I should be. So I don't think, I like, as growing up as a gay kid, um, like when I told you earlier, I, like I keep saying, I can't resonate with the ideology of a straight man because I'm not a straight man. Growing up as a gay kid, my biggest fear to this day is losing my parents, right? That's my biggest fear. Somebody calling me and telling me my parents are gone. My, you know what my second biggest fear was? Coming out. And as loud and proud as I am now, like all my family know I am, that was my biggest fear, coming out of the closet. And you know what I was willing to sacrifice? Myself for my first biggest fear. I was... If my mama hadn't told me I know you gay. I don't know. I can't say as a 34-year-old man looking at y'all, I can't say that I would have came out. I was willing to wait to bury both of my parents. No matter how long that could have been or how long I could have sacrificed that in my life, my parents would have been fucking 100. And I would have been 80. I would have been fucking 76. And my mom was 100. But I was waiting on that before I decided, like, bitch, I ain't coming out so I put, so I put both of them in the ground. And I was going to sacrifice my whole life to make sure, you know what I'm saying? So, when, I'm saying to say, like, when people decide to, like, this is, I feel like I'm in the wrong body. And I feel like they may just be saying it out of social constructs. Like, 
what, what society tells us a man is or what society tells me a woman should be. That it just may be something as simple as that. But the way I was brought up in the world I live in, I have to say I feel like I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. Versus just being who the fuck I am. Is it that late? It is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Fuck yeah, that was good. But yeah, uh, we're going to move on. Sheesh. <laughs> we don't have Boy, y'all cancel my cousin. I'm just playing. I'm not saying anything. I got you. And don't y'all get y'all motherfucking ass in my comments. <laughs> talking about my little cousin. Because I'm going, I'm, hey. God damn it. You know, I like the obvious, you bitches. Anyway, before we go to, I mean, before we go, I'm, I have to bring this up. Um, the whole Diddy situation, we can make it fast. Um, 10 seconds he should, be, he should be in jail. What you, got, he, what he you go to a Diddy party? No. And he I would. And he, and he probably deserves <laughs> everything that's probably about to happen to his ass. You know what? Like we said earlier, how people were coming to Cat's defense very fast after that video. No one has come to Diddy's defense. Not, not defense not, saying like, hey, not, this is, that's not Diddy's character. Because everybody know about Diddy. Everybody, everybody know. When the industry know about Diddy. Yeah. yeah. Right. When the going to come out about when Diddy. When the been talking about Diddy killed. since the <laughs> 90s. They don't, they, don't wanna, they, they don't want their career to be suddenly derailed yeah. for coming out. I've heard about Diddy parties for a long time. And Diddy, he keeps his people happy. Like, he keeps the people he worked for happy. So, have you seen ain't nothing going to happen to Diddy. Have you seen Jaguar Wright's interviews? Who? Jaguar Wright. Look up on YouTube. Oh, the lady, the girl. Yeah, yeah I seen They try to make her look crazy, though. But mm. she was like. Because it was a live video. Uh, she was in the car. Yeah, she was like, she was talking almost like, bitch, if, she was like, I went live, they took it down. If somebody screenshot it, post it now, post it now. If something happens to me, like, she was basically outing everything, and she's been in the industry, she's known, and she was telling them, like, when they saw the Uptown Records, it was Diddy, Andre Harrell, uh, I'll be sure, Kim Porter was Andre Harrell's, basically. Everybody well, I'll be short head up. Yeah, he was in a coma or some shit, and um, everybody's gonna write a tell-all book about the beginnings of Uptown Records. I don't know what the fuck happened at the beginning, and who didn't want it out. But Heavy D had a heart attack. Kim Porter, she died. They said she had toxins in her blood at first, in her blood at first, and then he came back and said she had pneumonia. I heard allegedly, allegedly that the the person who did her autopsy at first came up dead as well. Uh, Andre Harrell died of a heart attack. Uh, uh, Albie Short ended up in a coma, and they were all writing tell all books. Mm-hmm. And then you have the fifth person here who's Diddy, who's nothing has ever fucking happened to Diddy. And then after Jamie Foxx brought up what happened to Diddy's party, Jamie Foxx damn near died. Middle what did he say about him? He was just, I don't know what the fuck he said verbatim, but somebody didn't like it. He was saying, basically, I don't know if he was saying, like, spilling tea about what happened to Diddy's parties. But Jamie Foxx damn near had a motherfucking damn near died in the middle of even filming the movie. Mm. So, um, and the, uh, the actor uh, James Mackey, I think that's his first name. I know his last name, Mackey, but I think it's James Mackey. He's my, sure. he's my the Falcon, the white guy. Oh no, he was like a white. Uh, I think was he? I think he was, he was like white guy with like a you know the curly fro or whatever. He played in a couple movies like short roles or whatever. But um. He went to Epstein's Island. And I can't wait till that list come out. He went to Epstein's Island and he recorded like a short video and it was like a little bathhouse. Little girls 
mm-hmm. walking all around the little bathhouse. It was like a bathhouse. You had little, little foreign girls walking around everywhere. And uh, after he put that video out, they say he committed suicide jumping off a bridge. Mm-hmm. No, he didn't. It's just weird shit like that happens, you know? And, um, like, the shit that happened with T.D. Jakes, do you believe? I hope I don't get targeted after this. <laughs> <laughs> People following me in black, right. black SUVs. Some in Walmart and some in Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> Bust it now. Bust it now. <laughs> share it. Share it. I see black SUVs following me. I'm shooting at you. So do y'all believe that um, T.D. Jakes is... Cause okay, so basically Kim Bo- Kim Porter's burner phone guy was given to Cassie, and Cassie was like, "There is some messages and some footage or whatever of T D Jakes participating in like weird shit." Why did he need to pay that money so fast? When they were saying he was a uh, a power bottom. So that's yeah. that's that's not. And then to go to say he was a power bottom, he could. I see it, and I'm gonna say this. <laughs> I'm gonna be, I'm gonna I, be I real. I don't put nothing past nobody. I don't put nothing past nobody. But T.D. Jakes is never. It's, he's always been in this industry. It's it's too many people that them came out with the same type of story. It's like it's too many other celebrities coming out with the same story and lining up some of the same mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, and one thing I've always said in life: everybody not telling the same lie. Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody ain't got the same. The same lie. Everybody ain't got it. And especially when it comes to motherfuckers who don't know each other. You know, they have no reason to lie on you. Um, but uh, I don't even really have time to even dive into that. But I want to wait till next show. I think I'll probably wait. Y'all sleepy? So who was we to tell somebody that's been in the industry, they lying about the industry? Yeah, and they're right. You know, it, it, I think it's a pick and choosing thing. Like, you pick like Who are we to tell? Oh, Orlando Brown, he crazy. You crazy. He don't know what no. about. No, so he been he he, mm-hmm. he been in the industry since he was six years old. I know a lady now, like a just a regular regular lady, who people feel like she losing her mind, but and that could be the case. But you talking to that motherfucker long enough, mm-hmm. some it's shit starts pieces of shit get right. like, hey, this bitch, no, and I this mm-hmm. right handed guy, this lady rode in my car for almost a whole day. We were bouncing from church to church to church singing. And sometimes she kind of go off on her tangents or whatever the case is. But after a while, what that bitch said earlier at 7 o'clock this morning, and when she said 9 o'clock tonight, and KFC motherfucker drive the line. <laughs> it's like, you get home, and you know how you get in bed, you're like, man. <laughs> that kind of made it a little more, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You start, when they open your eyes, when they tell you, open your eyes so you start to see. Yeah, and they want to make everybody it's look like crazy. It's like once your eyes open. You gonna start to see it. Mm-hmm. You gonna start to see the patterns. You gonna start to see the similarities in all of these people in Hollywood. All these celebrities. You gonna start to see the similarities. You gonna start to see all these people doing the same stuff. Yeah, and it's the thing. All like, the same stuff is happening to these people every time they career go bad. It's the same stuff. Every time a black every time a black actor be doing good. Oh, sexual allegations, abuse allegations. I'm asking this because you, I, you, I, you seem to keep up with a lot of shit in the, in the media too more than I do, really. Um, Jonathan Majors, did they not figure? Did they not like prove that he didn't do nothing to this fucking girl? I mean, and he still lost his role in with the. 
well, universe? Well, from a lot of sources, it says that Marvel was thinking about moving on from Jungle Majors before the, uh, you know, before the allegations mm -hmm. and all that because of the, you know, the conflict with the movies and they don't think the movie's going to, you know, line up or whatever. They're going to think about going a different route. So they was already thinking about, you know, moving on from Jungle Majors. So I guess once that verdict came out, because it was minutes after he got found guilty and then he was fired. Mm -hmm. Right. That's what I saw, but I, like from the video, it was like he was running from the bitch. He was. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, what make y'all make that come to that conclusion when, you know, and like Cat was like, I'm scared of white bitches. You know what I'm saying? And like the whole, it take me to like. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of black folk, they don't leave, they don't leave the industry clean. Like they don't, they never leave the industry clean. Like a lot of them is, they always gonna have allegations. Yeah. Most of these black Black entertainers or sports guys, they don't have purpose. They don't have allegations on them. If you might as well have them did. If allegations come out, you might as well have them did. If it's true or not, you might as well have them did. We say, leave white people alone. I just, you know, and I'm not attracted to white people, white men like that. What they say on Undercover Brother, behind every black man's downfall. It's a black woman. <laughs> <Hey. laughs> For real? Yeah, I ain't gonna never deny. Like, Needy, hold on. Right. I feel like they, I, I honestly feel like white women, like their mothers, breed them. Talk about childlike breeding. I'm not gonna say I, all white women because I've met some really great white women in my life. I don't know one white in on one the white women. Great, I don't trust them. There are some great white women Fuck them. No, just <laughs> <laughs> really sweet. But there's some it's, but the ones that ain't but there are some But I'm gonna say like horrible. This is my thing like most of them. And like that's why I don't try to have like conversations with even white people about like the black and white experiences, black and white dynamic because it's like it's for you to be as a, for you as a white person when information is out here like at hand, you can there's no reason you don't know in this day and time. There's no reason you should walk around oblivious unless you choose to be oblivious mm -hmm. to like what's happened. And there's no I'm not fin I'm not about to defend why I have this res reservation around y'all. Mm -hmm. Like as a white person in this country, if a black person don't want to fuck with you, you sh you shouldn't do shit but respect it. You, it's not your. It's not your time to tell me. Oh, I'm not one of those. Black Lives Matter. I'm rallying. If I don't want to fuck with you, you ought to. If you are really for the cause, you have nothing to do but respect it. Because I just I don't know who the fuck to trust. I'm talking Umar when it comes to them. Uh, <laughs> when it comes to them. On Joe Budden podcast, he was on dude ass. He was on dude ass on Joe Budden podcast and dude. Was mad in the motherfucker, but she got the live. Joe, I mean, and Uma was like, "Give me a chocolate black woman." You fucking white bitches, like, mm -hmm. yo, get you a black woman. What the fuck? And we got black women in different shades. Yeah. Find you a red bone bitch. Right. If one black woman don't work out, go right. find this black woman. Go get you a black woman. Right. You want to get you a white bitch? I got a. Don't leave the. Uh, don't leave the race. If race. you if you want you close to a white bitch, I got an auntie named Lily. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I got an auntie Lily running this motherfucker. <laughs> get you a white girl from <laughs> Get you a white bitch from Scudder Field. I remember. Uh, when when I was, bitch when I was, when I was in high school. Uh, 
I had went to Houston, you know, Houston, you know, majority white. So, uh, you know, you got your, you know, your black population, you got your black, your black boys there. So, we had this little, you know, ongoing joke going around. Like, every time we see one of our black friends talking to a white girl, we come behind and, hey, bro, you going to jail. That's <laughs> 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 always that. Like, we, see, we see one of them talking to a white girl, hey, bro, you know you, you going go to jail. jail. You know you going to jail. And it got to a point where we used to do it so much that the white girls started to hate it. They started to hate it. Like, why does he say that? Why Why does he say you're going to jail every time you're talking to me? Like, Mm-hmm. Uh, research <laughs> <laughs> like, Let me go to your house and your daddy walk in. Right, how type image is. <laughs> look look up image in the bitch. Like, for real. Like, white, I just. Like, this isn't nothing new. Like, I'm not, I don't hate white people. I just don't. Like, to me, you gotta build their trust. I'm not, like, I, I'm not racist. I don't wanna say, like, you, like, I'm somebody you have to, like, you know what I'm saying? Try to mm-hmm. prove it to. But, like, I just got my motherfucking reservations, and if you know better, just motherfucking respect that. Like, don't be expecting me to be out in your motherfucking face. And I hate being the white bitch, and they be like, I'll, soon you meet them. I want to come to the cookout. Hold no. Bitch, go to the cookout and order you some <laughs> fast food. Bitch, you're not coming to my mama's house. You know what I'm saying? Like, Get you, uh, uh, bitch, bring all y'all home. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my mom let me bring a nigga to the house. <laughs> a whole man, bitch, bring a white bitch home. She with your boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> the <exactly>. fuck? <laughs> you can find a black man either. Right. <laughs> 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 <I'm like this. laughs> but yeah, these niggas sleeping. Oh, um, right, shut the fuck up. I, speaking of my next, my next point is um. Our next topic is <laughs> just walk out. So I now, what's up with this book. nigga? Not saying, <laughs> but nah, I'm gonna I'm say these two for Monday. Um, but anyway, I want to thank y'all for tuning into the Boy Please Over podcast. Your favorite podcast, the only podcast that matters. Make sure again that you are subscribed to the podcast, and uh, if you are listening, make sure that you go to YouTube and just get my subscribers up, and check me out on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook as well. Um. More than likely, I will go live again Monday night. Uh, I'm back in the office five days a week. So if you have, if you are hiring, mm-hmm. I have 11 years of administrative <laughs> experience. I've been the he same job. I want to work from he home. Work from home. It yeah. has to be from home. I make great money, but I spend a lot of money in gas. I want to sit right here at home. So if I you're watching, to me, they say, "Yeah, you're gonna be working from home." So now I uh but yeah. Thank y'all for tuning into the podcast and I wanna thank my two cousins, Quick and Curtis. My name is Keith. Sugar and Blackjack. I wanna thank them for coming on to my show. Sugar and Blackjack is the same person. What? Yes. I thought you was you and sugar. Smoky. Smoky. That's smoky. That's what it was. And sugar. <laughs> what an awkward man. This is how I do this You on my show three times. I think he runs shit. Sit your motherfucking ass down. He's the bathroom. What are you at? Go pee. Me and Grandma Sox. Go pee. Yeah, anybody ask you. No, we ask you to stay. So, yeah, Curtis. This is people. Go pee. This show been two hours. 
But yeah, thank y'all for tuning in to Boy Please Over Podcast, your favorite podcast. I only care podcast that matters. And uh, I will see you motherfuckers on Monday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and on only on YouTube. That was fun. I had a great time. You should come over more. <laughs>